Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode. So today I want to talk about it'll be pretty when we get there. Yes, it will be pretty when we get there. So why is it we believe that Jesus waits for us to have it all together before we feel worthy enough to tell others about him? Why do we fall every time for the lies our enemy whispers that we're just too wounded too broken to lead people to Jesus. And while we're here, why is it that some believers pass through this life making an idol out of the book of Revelation and the conspiracies surrounding end times, making their excuses that the world has too much ugliness in it, so they remind other believers that there's no point helping a broken world because heaven is where we're headed and it'll be pretty when we get there. Yes, I'm quite sure heaven is really going to be pretty when we get there. But the reason Jesus wants us to remember his death and his resurrection is because as we pass through this life, it won't be pretty along the way. And that is how it needs to be so we can reach others. Ed Catmull is the previous president of Disney Pixar and he said, Don't wait for things to be perfect before you share them with others. Show early and show often. It'll be pretty when we get there, but it won't be pretty along the way. And that's as it should be. Now, he wasn't talking about Christian stuff. He was actually talking about the creative process in all its messiness early on in the process and showing that messiness often when going through a creative process of making his animated movies, Ed was reminding his staff over and over again that the process isn't going to, it's not going to be pretty along the way. But it's going to be really pretty when they get there, when it's complete, when it's done, when it's finished. And when I read this quote, I could see how we too have the same struggles in our faith. I had a conversation with my dear friend the other day and she shared something with me. She told me that she'd carried a thought for years that if she was the slightest bit broken, she felt that she had to deal with it herself and couldn't be used by God in any way. And she realised that she'd listened to this lie for so long that it seeped into her communion time with Jesus. Now because someone from her past had told her that she needed to have it all together before leading worship. She had brought that same lie into her communion time with Jesus. And her final words in our conversation, it broke my heart because she said there was no way I could lead worship if I was struggling because what sort of example would that be? Well, thankfully, that lie that was told to her was broken off and she, she didn't need to be perfect to approach Jesus And that lie had finally been exposed. So we tend to think that when we 
Jesus broke the bread and, and he poured the wine in the Last Supper. When we read it in the Bible with his disciples, it, it was elegant and graceful and beautiful. However, the meal, it took place surrounded by foot washing and questioning and drama and tension. There was nothing pretty about the agonising pain Jesus was just about to go through. And in Luke chapter 22, verses 23, it says, Then he took the bread and gave thanks, broke it, and shared it with them. This is my body, my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And similarly, after the meal had been eaten, he took the cup. This cup, which is poured out for you, is a new covenant made in my blood. But even now, the hand of my betrayer is with me on this table. As it had been determined, the Son of Man, that first fruit of a new generation of humanity, must be betrayed. But how pitiful it will be for the person who betrays him. They immediately began questioning each other. Which one of us could do such a horrible thing? Well, Jesus, in his wisdom, was actually saying to his disciples, look, I understand you want to join me in my kingdom. And yes, it'll be pretty when you finally get there. But it won't be pretty along the way. It's going to be messy. And it's sure going to be painful. And there's going to be drama and there's going to be tension before you join me in my kingdom. But that's as it should be. Otherwise, you won't pass the good news on to others that I needed to be reached with my message. So let me ask you a question. Do you think the disciples believed they were good enough to share the good news of Jesus as he hung dying on the cross? Hardly. Our enemy loves nothing more than to keep us bound in chains that keep reminding us that we'll never be good enough. We'll never measure up to share Jesus with others because we're not perfect. And these chains are designed to keep us small, to keep us contained and to keep us ineffective in our faith. But know this, our enemy doesn't want people to reach heaven because he got kicked out a long time ago and he knows how pretty it really is. But we need to keep reminding our enemy that we don't need to be good enough to share our faith because Jesus is good enough and that's good enough for us. Honestly, heaven is going to be pretty when we get there. In fact, I'm sure it's going to be breathtakingly, stunningly beautiful when we get there and see it in all its wonder and majesty. I've no doubt about that. But if we keep waiting for things in this life to be perfect as we pass through this world before we feel we can share our faith with others, it's, it's never going to happen. So take my advice, show your feelings struggles, doubts and mistakes to Jesus early on in the process. Show them to him as often as you spend time in his presence. You know, he's totally got you covered. His death has covered your brokenness, your pain, your wounding, his sacrifice. That's what the bread and the wine of communion are all about. He'll give you the confidence as you spend time with him to share your testimony with others Tell them what he's done in you and through you. I think we make it too hard. We've just got to tell them our lives. And he'll do it. He'll help you share your story in the most simplest and most honest and profound ways. You know, and it may not be pretty along the way because unfortunately life is messy 
but it's sure going to be pretty when we get there. And that's as it should be. So have you listened to the lies that you need to have it all together before approaching Jesus or before you can share your faith with others? Well, I pray today that you will have a fresh revelation of the fact that you don't need to wait for things to be perfect to help people see Jesus in you. Walk in the freedom of knowing life is going to be messy and it's not going to be pretty along the way. But it will be pretty when we finally meet Jesus face to face. And that's as it should be. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you would like more teaching and messages on the Christian life, then check out my website, thebigvoiceonline.com. I look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time.